You are listening to Onward with William McCarthy live from Brooklyn, New York. Hello, friends. I'm sitting here in my living room with Brigitte, and I'm looking at my coffee table, and it's filled with camera gear, batteries, receipts, plastic bags, lens cleaning tissues, selfie sticks. What I'm looking at here, friends, is my travel kit, my, my production kit. If anybody that hasn't heard already or read, I'm leaving on Tuesday to embark on a 3,000 plus mile journey from the great state, the golden state, makes you feel great. We stay up late, California, and I'm gonna drive from California through Arizona, through New Mexico. I will be going into Texas to Austin where we're doing a screening for the Astor Donovan Foundation. I'm gonna be performing there. Todd will be flying in from California to meet me. I will have bugs in my teeth. Todd will probably be sipping on a margarita and eating barbecue waiting and we'll go up and we're gonna screen this. Um, this is all the proceeds are going towards the Scott Hutchison Fund, which is um, near and dear to all of our hearts. So I'm honored to do that, and I'm honored to have the good people of the great state of Texas see this story. So um, that's going to be uh, a beautiful charity. Then after that, I'm going to go to Louisiana, and I'm going to start heading up. I'm going to Memphis. I'm going to go to the Civil Rights Museum at the Lorraine Hotel where Martin Luther King passed away actually 51 years ago yesterday. So that's cool, man. Other than that, I'm uh, walking around the house just trying to get everything together. I, I, it's not the best month to motorcycle. In all honesty, it's, uh, it's, it's weird right now. I don't, for people overseas, this is in Fahrenheit, but it's, what would you say today? Um, it's, 40. it's in the 40s. And yesterday it was 65, so we have a 25 degree difference this is a weird part of year it's almost like it's schizophrenic if it snowed it wouldn't be completely crazy um it would it would be crazy but not completely crazy and on the nice days it's like a thing of beauty there's some i noticed in my backyard there's a couple blossoms near the fire pit where eric burned his shins at our annual bro roast that was a dark time it was a dark time for eric the fact that he slept in my bathroom and puked in my sink. I don't know why I couldn't have made it into the toilet with that puke, but apparently it sat there. And drunkenly, he tried to push it down the drain with his little fingers. But what he doesn't know is that that sink doesn't really drain well anyway, so I'm sure he sat there for a while, pushing his <laughs> his little meal down the, down oh the sink. <laughs> That's gross. Wrap it up. <laughs> so what do you do? What do you do? I always feel like when I say, what do you do? I sound like Keanu Reeves. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do when it's cold and you know you're going to freeze your plums off, but you feel a voice and it's coming from the inside 
and it's just tap tapping away tap tap tapping away and it wants you the voice wants you to ride across the country now not to be morbid i hope this is not my final podcast of all time i don't end up in the fucking bayou or um in the mississippi going off a cliff i'm gonna drive safely but i put together this plan to get some kind of like padding and protective gear for the for the weather so i got i got uh I got waterproof gloves. I got waterproof shoe booties. They're only at ten dollars. They go over your shoes, and you look like a, you work at a nuclear power facility. But I got them, and I really feel like if you're not careful when you ride a motorcycle and you start buying motorcycle gear, it's easy. And in about ten seconds, with buying motorcycle shit, you start looking like a Star Wars guy. Like fucking Han Solo or some superhero. It's really weird. I don't know why they haven't made motorcycle clothes a little bit cooler. Like, no Steve McQueen, right? No Steve McQueen. You look like a fucking, some kind of like Star <laughs> Star Force One. Like, yeah. Some swashbuckling Han Solo type. Anyways, I decided to start looking at snowmobile suits. Why? Because... I don't just need rain, like waterproofing. Now, I need actual warmth. So let's talk a little bit about something. Water resistant, at least in America, means one thing. Waterproof is another thing. Now, I went to the store and I looked around, couldn't find stuff. So I went on Amazon. I know, is that a dirty word yet? Is Amazon a dirty word, Bridget? No. Okay, it's not a dirty word. Ask the people of Seattle that. People of Seattle, is Amazon a dirty word? Anywho, I got these gloves and it said waterproof. I brought them home directly, right out of the box, went onto my hands, walked into my kitchen, faucet on, right under the faucet, and they were waterproof. Another weird thing that I got from the motorcycle, approximately $8, um, is a neck warmer. Now, if anyone's seen this um, or ever seen a non-circumcised penis or like a baby dick, that's kind of what my neck looks like now. It's like this black weird thing that goes up to underneath my eyes. And uh, I'm going to be wearing that like a fucking ninja. So now let's talk about the suit. The suit is an Arctic, an Arctic quilted Carhartt coverall, which is a onesie. And the zipper goes down all the way down to like your your belt, right? And you step into this thing like a suit and it's canvas. It's a workman suit and it's for people. Brigitte's father, your dad has one, right? Mm-hmm. Brigitte's dad has one and he works out in the snow, right? With his hands. Well, it's a snow thing and it goes to 50 below zero. That's how cold you can go in it. And it has very flared, large legs. Once upon a time... I was sitting on a park bench in Sacramento, California when I was about 21 years old. And these two characters came up and they were like, I couldn't tell what the hell I was seeing. These guys are wearing corduroy bell bottoms, overalls, with like a weird floppy hat and long hair. And I'm, they came up and I was like, Jesus Christ, what fucking century are you guys from? They said, hello, we are from Germany. We are carpenters. I'm like, what? And they told me, that when you're a carpenter in their town, you have to walk around the world and travel around the world wearing the same clothes 
for a whole year to learn your trade. And I think that's beautiful. If anybody wants to comment in the comments who those people are, please do so. But the suit that I'm having that I'm that I'm wearing looks like that. The legs are like these bell bottom because they have these giant snaps and zippers. It's for the snow. So I look like one of these like um, Bavarian traveling corduroy men. With anyway, moving right along. So I'm leaving. Oh God, having some friends come stay with us. Um, staying here in New York with us, so I got to do some kind of touch-ups to the house this weekend. I'm meeting up with a friend from Ireland tonight. Um, I'm supposed to be in the studio with Eric on Monday, but I can't. I cracked a tooth eating a sandwich at DeFonte's in Brooklyn, and so then I then I go, and it's going to be a beautiful journey, and I'm going to go to Austin. Now, what are you thinking if you're me? What do all motorcyclists think about before they get on a bike? I don't want to die. So what you do is you just start going through everything, every piece of kit that you have. Camera, check. Socks, check. Padding, check. Keys to locks. All, all batteries work. Jackets zipped up. Everything's like, I'm going through my maps. I'm going through all the routes. And you know what? Not for nothing, man. I almost rode my motorcycle to Russia once. I went all the way up to like the Bering Strait, all the way up um, the very tip of Alaska. And... That was an amazing experience. I didn't really have an itinerary, but I just packed really well and just kept driving. My plan is to do roughly five to six hours a day. It's approximately 46 hours across the country. It will take me approximately 20 hours to go from San Diego to Austin. And if I go a diagonal route through Arkansas, it would be 26 hours to get back to New York. I will enter through First, Pennsylvania, then I'll come through New Jersey and come in that way. Is that too much information? Should we talk about music? New album, amazing. Uh, I sent it to a good friend of mine, and his um, he put it on, his ears started bleeding. Like in Raiders of the Lost Ark at the end, with the weird Nazi dudes, and the, when they all <laughs> start melting, he, his, held, his head melted off. So I hope he's doing well. His head's all melted. I'll melt your face. This is a serious record, guys. I'm going to hang my hat on this one. Just tour this for about 15 years. I didn't realize, like, I, I'd forgotten how labor-intensive albums are. I've been working on this album for, like, six or seven months. I'm sick of it. Take it. It's yours. Uh, for people in my Onward community, I'm going to release it to them first, and then I'll decide when I want to release it to the public, but... For people in the Zen Den, thank you for supporting me. For um, anybody in my online community, there's a great article a fellow named Kevin wrote in Scotland. And he said, I think, is it possible to see the gig of the year at the Leith Dockers Association in Scotland? It was like armed with a, an electronic candle, a guitar, a Latvian light show, and a bottle of grouse. Bougette <laughs> was there. It was a little, we didn't know what to expect when we went in there, did we? No, she's a she's a woman of few words, guys. Um, say real orator. Anywho, so I listened to a lot of Martin Luther King. Okay, so anybody I don't know if anyone who knows me knows this, but I really I really love Martin Luther King speeches. And if you ask Brigitte, that's like what I listen to at night when I sleep. I just like them. It puts me back in a time. Now think about this. 
it was still socially acceptable to use the word Negro like seven years before I was born. Seven years before I was born, Martin Luther King was killed in his final speech. He was in Tennessee and he was speaking on behalf of these workers that were there. And these black workers were being mistreated and morale was very low. They weren't allowed to ride in the front cab of trucks. And often they collected garbage. And what had happened is that these um, two African-American workers were in the back of the truck and it, and it actually, it was a trash compactor. So the truck in the back would like destroy the trash and smash it. And these two men were riding in the back because they couldn't ride up front with the white workers. And the car went over, the truck went over some kind of bump and the trash compactor ignited and they were chewed up and they died instantly. So Martin Luther King went to Tennessee to be a part of a, a march. Now, an interesting thing about Martin Luther King is that people don't really know, I think Americans don't know how um, tortured he was, harassed, harangued, tortured he was by the FBI. They, uh, the FBI basically sent a letter to Martin Luther King in the last year of his life that said he was a dirty beast and because of his indiscretions um, that he was a fraud and that he would be outed in front of mankind. And um, he won a Nobel Peace Prize. And it was, it's been argued that looking back on it, uh, were they suggesting that he step down and um, forfeit his Nobel Peace Prize because of his infidelities? But I think it's a more common understanding that the FBI was suggesting that he commit suicide. Um, it says, you're done, King. If you ever want to look it up, check it out. But this is our, our, our government actually was like harassing this man. Uh, Martin Luther King was killed um, in Memphis, Tennessee. But before that, he had gone on this march. And it was with a another um, part of the Christian Association uh, by a fellow by the name of Abernathy, as well as Jesse Jackson. Anyways, they go on this march, and the FBI, it later came out, these boys admitted it, these, the FBI hired teenagers to disrupt, black teenagers to disrupt the, the, the march. Uh, Martin Luther King was committed to nonviolence, um, and he did this march, and they had to evacuate him from it because it started turning into a riot. So uh, I think one person died. So anyway, it was tense. Martin Luther King was killed um, on the balcony of the Lorraine Motel. And in his autopsy, it, uh, the doctors said that he had the heart of a 60-year-old man. And he only died when he was 36. I think that's incredible. When I look at Martin Luther King, he doesn't look like a 36-year-old. That's how old like Justin Timberlake is. Martin Luther King, when you think about Justin Timberlake and Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King doesn't, um, he doesn't seem like a, a guy in his mid-30s. Anyway, so I've got to go to the Civil Rights Museum in Memphis. It's got to be done. Um, but last night when I was listening to Martin Luther King's speeches, it, something hit me. As much shit as I talk about Spotify, uh, a, like a little door opened for me mentally. I was like, wait a second, podcast. I wonder if there's podcasts on Spotify, and there is. There's like a library of podcasts, and there's tons of informative. I was listening to 
Oh god, I forget her name. It was like probably this the, the the like seminal female poet of all times in from ancient Greece, talking about the Isle of they called it Lesbos. Is it Lesbos? And that words today don't mean what they meant then. Lesbian then meant something that it means different than it means today. But if I'm honest, like I was listening and the woman's accent was so annoying. <laughs> that I couldn't even listen to the whole thing. So then I started bopping around and um, I was something about Sir Isaac Newton and then I ended up on Martin Luther King, which was a happy place and then I fell asleep. Okay, other than that, I'm getting pretty excited about all this. Uh, I also wanted to announce, guys, I am playing in Berlin. Please see my post for details. I'll put the time and the date. This is for my Onward community patrons friends and family. I'm not promoting this publicly. And I'm going to be coming next month. Do you know the date of that? Is it June 3rd? May 3rd. Sorry, Berlin. It's May 3rd. Sorry. May 3rd, Berlin, I'm playing um, direct message me. Like I said, we want to keep it kind of intimate and small. It's in a beautiful theater. And I'm really looking forward to that. So see details attached. Everyone, I appreciate listening to my long ramble. I'm sitting here. It's gray. It's not pretty. I'm getting on the road. I'm going across America. I kind of want to podcast every day. I really do. I don't know if people would stand for that, though. Like Adventures from the Hotel Room. It's Bill by his lonesome. Listen to Hank Williams. I'd like to do a musical focus on each state that I'm in. Like artists that came from there musical history from there because I'm going through the Appalachians, I'm going through Louisiana, going through Delta Blues country, going through country music, Towns Vinzant, Janet Daniel Johnston, um, Gibby Haynes, goes on and on. Texas is amazing. Um, all right, friends, Erica Badu, I was just talking about Beyonce, Solange Knowles, There's so many people, Lightning Hopkins, Mahalia Jackson, amazing. Sorry, I digress. Thank you guys for listening. You've been listening to Onward with William McCarthy live from New York City.
got the trick. It was a runway wind blowing. It was blowing at my back.